Hello my friends, hope things are going great on your end and thank you for tuning in to another episode of some of the experience. First of all, before starting the episode I want to <clears throat> sorry, I want to talk about uh, this another name change that I did. So as you guys all know, uh, I started as a mind force podcast and run the podcast run this show for I don't know like uh, five months or six months. And then after a couple of months, I decided to <clears throat> change its name uh, to be related to technology and uh, or maybe to make to give it a specific uh, interesting flavor by calling it questions and actions that I really like to do um, out of each, each question I want to I'm trying to get an action for myself and implement it in my real life right away. And um, after that one, um, I recorded one episode and then I understood that, okay, maybe... So I'm doing this podcasting for fun. It's my hobby. I like talking out my... Um, taking, taking my ideas out to the world. And um, I, I, I see you guys are listening it and are liking it. So that's great. But uh, naming it in a specific direction like um, giving it, giving it an, a framework, um, like thematic framework, doesn't really work for me well. The, the main point, uh, main why is that in this, one, once I uh, give it a specific framework, all I can do, all, all, the, all the content I can create should match this uh, criteria, right? Match this framework. And it really uh, minimizes, the, minimizes my abilities of producing content now instead of sharing my experience and thoughts I have to tie everything back to the concept of the podcast so therefore I decided to not limit myself and don't not give it um, kind of work uh, flavor I don't want it to be yet another work that I, I should do um, I, I just want to uh, make it as a basically um, hobby that I am doing my free times and which also converts to something impactful and therefore i decided to turn it into um, basically my personal blog where i share interesting ideas um, talk to interesting people and etc so it will be more like my own thoughts and i and experiences uh, rather than in specific framework of topic that i produce content around so I hope it will work for you guys and um, in this first, first episode of this uh, new podcast, like new name called Samadhi Experience, I'm going to talk about traveling. I know that uh, you guys are very interested in, in this topic and me, myself, also it's very, very uh, close to my heart. This topic is amazing and um, in, in this episode I will be talking about travel toolkit. Everyone who is traveling should basically take with himself or herself to make the travels easier so here we go okay so why travel why travel toolkit what I couldn't talk about anything else right the thing is that uh, I'm currently traveling um, I started my basically travel week ago and um, traveled to Amsterdam to Netherlands I uh, had some things to do there, but mostly I just walked around to explore the city. Although I was um, in Amsterdam before, like last year, I never had a chance to, you know, um, 
be a kind of proper tourist, proper traveler, but only like worked from conference to a hotel, hotel conference, and then, you know, uh, left the country, left the city. Uh, this time I decided to spend more time, explore around, and <clears throat> basically do the things that, uh, that I, I did not do previously in Amsterdam. So one week there, and another week I traveled to Berlin. Um, now I'm in Berlin, like as of now, as I'm recording this podcast, just walking in the Treptow uh, Park, one of the biggest and I believe one of the like famous parks in Berlin. It's like this place is amazing, lots of trees, like you don't, I mean, it basically isolates your you from the city life and you just enjoy the nature of the green and trees. But anyway, so I'm recording this podcast um, uh, while being in Berlin and traveling basically. And I thought, okay, like lots of people are traveling, like right? Uh, they basically some of them just go to tour agencies, get get their uh, travel packages to make themselves like comfortable. Other ones are just doing their uh, arrangements by themselves, and um, yeah, there are a bunch of ways of doing it. But everything that um, people are doing to do to uh, prior to the travels. It's to make it is the uh, basically complexity, like reduce the complexity of all these arrangements, etc. And um, I would even call this like automate some of the processes. Uh, I don't know if it's a correct word or not, but I will explain. So I mean, when you plan everything uh, beforehand in order to not lose your time while deciding on the spot, but going uh, according to the plan to you know see as as many places as possible to as many things as as possible to not lose time from this perspective um, everything that we are doing is basically targeted to reduce the complexity of the travels to give us more freedom to enjoy our journey Um, so looking uh, like if taking this travel preparations um, uh, this assumption as correct then i i can say that like in in this way like we have uh the smartphone in our hands in a pocket and um there are lots of apps that uh, makes our life make our lives easier including our travels as well and uh as a as an active traveler who traveled to more than 25 countries past two years i believe i found perfect combination perfect list of uh, applications and uh, software that each and every traveler sh- can use to make travels easier. So here you go, and now uh, I will list all these uh, applications that I'm using and hope it will be helpful in your uh, for future travels. Before uh, digging deeper to all this like long list of travel tools, I want to categorize them into um, into following basically sections or into following categorizations. First of all, uh, everything comes with um, even your planning comes with your uh, transportation arrangements, right? Um, it can be your airline tickets, it can be your uh, on the ground taxis or public transports. And therefore, first category is one of the uh, probably the costly ones that is transportation then uh, I will basically mention second category called accommodation so another probably 
sometimes the most expensive sometimes like on par with the uh, transportation is accommodation so you are traveling to a new country to yourself you have to find a place to stay and there are so many options that you can choose and so many basically it's it's there's like your accommodation abundance currently like for travelers you can find any kind of place based like um you desire uh, that is also affordable for you to your budget but yeah like i will mention some of the apps that i'm using that you can also uh, get benefits of and um, the last one um, i would specifically it's not less one but i would say um, the third one will be um, the experience part of it so you are traveling to, to new places you can do you can just walk around randomly to explore the town by yourself which is absolutely fine or you can get some tips and tricks on uh, the best local places that you can uh, without uh, that that you can directly go without losing any time on random exploration that's also fine like everyone has it has his or her own travel style and preference and both is fine so if you will you, you prefer planning everything to find great places then uh, my basically tools that I will mention will work for you and the last one is about I would call it um, the food because um, <clears throat> most of times you can easily uh, walk around the town and get into any any coffee or restaurant that will um, feed you and that you will basically uh, get the taste of local cuisine or or any other cuisines as well but um, if you are a, let's say traveler with a limited budget or um, you cannot dedicate huge amounts on just um, hanging around the expensive restaurants there are also cool applications that you can use to reduce your cost by also making uh, food consumption during the travel traveling period very easy okay uh, so let's start with the first category which is transportation um, everything starts with your travel arrangements with your uh, finding a good price a good uh, flight ticket that is also you know affordable for you so from this perspective um, like there are lots of like well-known applications or websites that you can use uh, if you want to see like uh, overall general look on things on the prices of the uh, airplane tickets you can go to flights.google.com and uh, you know int uh, input your city of origin the destination city or country and the selected dates and it will give you general um, overview of the prices um, and flights that are available for that specific date so beauty of this uh, tool is that Google collects everything as an aggregator and shows them on that flight.google.com uh, website so you can do it uh, although I'm doing it uh, also very actively I'm traveling but my main destination of the uh, travel tickets is kayak.com um, I don't know I've been using it I've been using Skyscanner and um, Expedia and other websites I found kayak very uh, convenient which is like it's easy to use it's not that complex and sometimes like prices are you know you can find the great deals on that website 
So go to kayak kayak.com. Um, I have uh, another trick that to that can uh, directly impact your price of your uh, ticket. So I did um, me and my uh, my friends did a very small exper uh, experiment on flight tickets, flight flight ticket uh, prices on kayak.com, and uh, it appeared that when to two or more people from the same uh, geography are looking for flight tickets yeah the the uh this kayak.com uh increases the price so i don't know how these algorithms work but let's say you are at home and you and your family member are looking for a flight to let's say berlin in this case uh it is highly probable that uh the prices that you got and uh, your family member gets are will differ even if it will be a tiny tiny difference but it might differ and that's because uh, the algorithms are, think that there are high demand and therefore try to compensate that high demand with a higher price so it's a bit like complex uh, things to do but therefore uh, I, what's my recommendation here is that if you are not willing to buy buy the uh, price buy the ticket right away just uh, try to uh, connecting uh, to try to entering the kayak that visiting kayak.com through a VPN and incognito mode of Chrome or like another browser to hide your location and hide your basically like preferences in this case not like uh, algorithms won't catch your basically metadata and it will not cause uh, any price increase so this is just small comment that you can consider um, and yeah so this is first uh, kayak.com and uh, um, uh, flights.google.com that they are quite cool sources to find the tickets um, and another cool, I, cool thing about um, basically finding or hacking the uh, initial phase of traveling which is like finding a good ticket is that sometimes in like uh, flying extra roads uh, flying for example if you are coming from I don't know from New York to Berlin and uh, you have a direct flight sometimes flying uh, to a, a, uh, an additional uh, destination staying some couple of days there and then coming to Berlin might be even cheaper for you uh, I've been doing it in my uh, previous uh, travelings for example let's say if I'm traveling to from from uh, Dubai to Geneva I was choosing a road to stay in Istanbul for a couple of days and then going there it was working well for me and that uh, you can also um, <clears throat> when you are planning your trip also consider looking for alternative uh, the alternative uh, roads that goes through an like, intermediary uh, city for example if you are coming from New York to Berlin you might also looking if it can be cheaper for you to go like New York London to Berlin so you can stay extra couple of days or even like one week or so in, in London and then come to Berlin without spending any extra money on flight tickets so it is such kinds of like small tips and tricks really work just try it and um, if it, it, it will work for you, that's great. You will get, get great deals. If it will not work, then no worries. You are not losing anything. And um, for the underground transportation, uh, basically, in it depends what I'm using. For example, if I'm, I'm in Europe or in US, 
Uber is my definite uh, choice as I know that um, it's very reliable, it arrives very fast and um, I can basically be, I can always know that if there is anything, any, any problem, I can write to their support and they will fix it. And on top of that, I don't have to negotiate the prices with a uh, taxi driver. I really hate it. And uh, I have a doubt that anyone even likes that activity. So therefore, if I'm in US, in Europe, I go with Uber. In some countries, Uber might not be uh, might be an option. Then there are alternatives, like as Taxify or Taxi.eu or something like that. So there are local alternatives that are very similar to uh, Uber as well. So it is easy to... Um, find uh, rate hailing so basically the whatever you are using uh, it's always a good idea to not to avoid local taxis because um, sometimes especially in let's say um, emerging world they can charge you like very fantastic amounts for a for a road that will cost around like ten dollars or something usually so like uh, that's why keep don't risk your money don't waste your nerves try to find a rate hailing or for example if you are i'm also checking the uh, local nature of the transportation system so in amsterdam i uh, rented a bike and uh, as they they have like very great infrastructure of uh, for 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 bikers you can go anywhere you want with a with a bicycle so therefore instead of um renting uh, instead of like spending some um time and energy on uh local taxis i just rent some uh, bicycle and bikes and uh, just enjoy your trip so uh, to conclude this section just first of all um get first of all go to um direct airplane websites or use flights that flights google.com or kayak.com to get um, the understanding of how much would tickets cost if you want you can also search for indirect routes sometimes they can get uh, more cheaper than the direct routes so and uh, you can stay a couple of days in an additional city which will be a good karma for your travel history uh, this is for flights and uh, for local transportation on the ground transportation if the country that you are traveling to has uber um, use it if not find local alternative but for me personally i never go with the local taxis because i know that they are charging more it, 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 it's it's uh, like huge hassle to negotiate the price with them if they are using taxi meters they can take you with the longer roads to charge you more so there are lots of lots of negative aspects related to to uh, traditional taxis therefore use a uh, uh, rate uh, ride hailing car, car hailing services uh, if there is no uber you can always find a local alternative if not then what you're gonna do like you just you have to survive in that environment uh, and from another perspective uh, you can also consider local uh, infrastructure transportation infrastructure of the country that you are traveling to for example i traveled to uh, amsterdam and i did not use any taxi like except from airport to my hotel so i don't use i did not use any taxi i um 
rented a bike and as like infra bicycle infrastructure um cycling infra infrastructure is amazing there like you can travel you can go to anywhere you want with a bike um i did so like it costed less than a taxi or public transportation and um, i additionally i actively traveled right there was a both like uh, fast transportation and also sport for me um, do that as well always check what is this local infrastructure has to offer and if there is something that you can use that will make your prices or like costs go down just you know go for it it's also always a good idea so the second most expensive part of traveling is accommodation where to stay how to stay and how to make sure that you are not spending more than you need and you can and you afford on accommodation so this part uh, is very tricky because this this like accommodation aspect of your travel directly uh, correlates with your desire of comfort like how comfortable you want to be in the during your travel during your stay if you want like extreme luxury just you know be um having having a as comfortable uh, as possible like uh, have a good bed or uh, great service this is always you have to go with hotels right either hotels or renting an apartment that is like higher luxury on airbnb um so hotels are great from this uh, comfort perspective and cleanliness perspective because um i i really hate cleaning after myself when i'm traveling i don't want to do it right i want to wake up have my breakfast and hit the road to explore the new new geography not like spend like hour cleaning my room etc so therefore whenever i have a budget i prefer staying at hotels because they are comfortable uh, safe and also clean but most of the times i also go with airbnb because airbnb is cheaper than um, cheaper than hotels and um, not necessarily more comfortable some places are extremely comfortable some places are not and uh, super comfortable um, like apartments on airbnb are more expensive than hotels in most of the cases therefore i mean it's a trade-off you have to compare which one you should go uh, go with but uh, in my case specifically i choose uh, airbnb only if i have a mid-budget i want to uh, i know that i will not spend uh, most of my time at home like an apartment i just needed some place to sleep and i pay less than hotel so i choose um airbnb on this case there are uh, another option that is less comfortable um uh, less pricey but also like not good for everyone is um is basically going with uh, hostels so hostels are like in some places it's even like ten ten dollars a night or something like that like very cheap um not comfortable at all and you are sharing your room with other people around yourself there are some hostels that you can rent a full full room um let's say with a triple triple uh price like if the usual bed is um around ten dollars then you will pay extra like 15 20 dollars to get that room but still i mean if you are 
you have a like super limited budget you can go with hotel uh, hostels as well the uh, hostels are also like debatable accommodation choice because some people don't like hostels at all they don't like sharing their rooms with other people because okay they're sleeping other people can snore and etc it will be very uncomfortable but another group of people really love hostels why because in hostels you are staying with people from um, a very diverse group of people where you can meet lots of new um, cultures and uh, other people that are traveling like yourself you can just be inside the community of travelers so that is also another aspect if you are more like a uh, more internet venture part of it definitely go with hostels you will meet lots of people you will make some new friends and etc if you're an active traveler who knows maybe you will you guys will catch up in any other country afterwards so hostels great to go if you want to uh, spend minimum spend less amount and have a good community uh, the last part which is basically staying for free uh, not not spending any money during your travels to accommodation so this is very tempting right you can you really um, when when I, I first heard that okay I can travel and not spend any money on on my stay I was very thrilled I said oh my god like how much money can I save and and then reinvest it to another aspects of my travel that would be amazing so it is amazing the uh, service, the tool, the website is called Couchsurfing. It's a community of travelers who are traveling uh, across the globe and um, staying in each other's apartments, places, um, and also listing their places for incoming travelers to their town. I used it a lot. I can say that I really liked it. So from the comfort perspective, don't expect the comfort. Sometimes if you are lucky, you will get another room with um, all this luxury inside but most of the times it will be a small coach that you can just you know jump into it and uh, spend the night like sleep uh, and then uh, wake up and leave the place but again I really like it because you know besides being free you don't spend any money okay so you can go and pay some um, not maybe pay but give some gifts to uh, the host to because like, that person guest um, hosted you and probably shared some news with you etc so you can um, thank that person in one or another way but the best part of um, coach surfing is that in most cases it depends on the country um, for sure but in most countries you will be staying in, um, in a local in the apartment of a local person like person who is living in that country that is from that country and that person can teach you a lot like you, you can learn a lot about that local local culture what they value how they uh, act how they react to specific things so uh, just one night of uh, staying with a coach surfing coach, coach surfer host can teach you like lessons in history in uh, traditions in, in music you name it right like anything that is related to the local culture of that country you can learn from the host so from that perspective if you are traveling alone if you don't if you are not going going on the road with your wife or husband or boyfriend or girlfriend it's also definitely a great idea to try 
uh, Couchsurfing. Go to Couchsurfing.com, register a profile, and start looking for a guest. Like if you are not traveling anytime, anytime soon, but you want to have this same cultural exchange, um, basically experience, you can also list your apartment in uh, on, on that website, and other people who are coming to your country can ask for for your support in hosting them. So that's it, I believe, from transport, from from accommodation part. Again, hotels. If you want, if you have money and you want to be uh, isolated from the local aspects of travel and be in a maximum luxury or comfort or cleanliness, go to hot with hotels. If you are more interested in mid, if you have a mid budget and interested in uh, spending not that many time in the apartment that you are renting. Um, go with Airbnb that's also good like um, uh, but don't expect uh, it, or don't expect it to be um, luxury or comfortable because um, comfortable places in Airbnb are costing more than hotels um, so this is it if you are into uh, community like socializing with people around yourself and uh, getting into this um, knowing each other mindset and uh, sharing um, experiences with other travelers go with hostels because hostels are amazing places where travelers um, come together stay in the same room share the same room and um, you know communicate with each other I had a couple of hostel experiences that I made lots of great friends I'm, I'm still in, the, in contact with them and you will like it as well so this is the best part of it and the worst part would be not all hostels are comfortable and um, I, I would say not any hostel uh, is comfortable right you will not get like super comfortable hostels and that's why consider it only going there for to sleep during the night and leaving it uh, in the morning so that would be the accommodation part so the next section next category of travel tools I would go with um, experience or things to do what I like to call it experience because when you do uh, things that are very specific to that country to that geography it is more like getting an experience out of it other than just things to do okay you can do lots of things but maybe not all not all of them will be uh, good for experiencing that country so from experiencing part what I like, what I use basically are just two tools. Um, I use first TripAdvisor. Uh, I just go through the their categories, what are the local tours that I can maybe join or what are the specific um, attractions, outdoor places that I should visit. For example, I'm in Berlin now and uh, I found this Treptow uh, Park. Um, from a trip advisor and now I'm here for last I don't know like 30 minutes or 45 minutes maybe even even an hour and I'm really enjoying it like I know that I will remember this place a lot and um, anytime I'm coming back to Berlin I will just directly come here to spend like um, spend my time in a, in the nature that's um, beauty beauty part good part of this trip advisor that you can find um, things that you should do 
to get experience from this local, from, from this geography, uh, from this city in, 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 in more precise manner. Uh, go to TripAdvisor, open an account, make a list for yourself. If you, are, if you know that in, 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 you have an upcoming trip, just make a trip plan there and you will be good to go. And this is first part, entrance of this planning. And the next part is Google, Google Maps. So with Google Maps can go with uh, all of the categories that I mentioned and will mention basically uh, throughout the podcast. But um, so you can use it for transportation to know how to navigate through your uh, through the road or to the places that you can go. Um, this is that navigation part, and also you can also find good hotels and uh, places to stay in. Uh, but that's not all. Then um, you can also explore places on Google Maps. So they have this this I don't know if it's new or not, but they have this feature where um, you can click, you can see a card named Explore. Uh, you can click there and we'll get um, basically categories of the places you can explore. It can be restaurants or cafes. It can be, um, I don't know, you name it, parks or um, specific, not, I don't know, museums, like tours and everything you can find there. The only thing that I, I use it just to uh, look around the town, but um, I don't use it as a main planning tool because TripAdvisor have have more uh, categorized approach on this, on the places. While um, after deciding where I should go, then I'm checking them on Google Google Maps to understand where I should go first. Uh, then how I should navigate because like um, not in all countries, but in Europe, in in in, in North America, and also like anywhere Google has offices, they have super precise. Uh, local transportation schedule as well. So if you are not, uh, if you don't want to use Uber or taxi or etc., if you want, you prefer transportation, you can also check their schedule. Like um, uh, and Google will basically guide you uh, through throughout this transportation network. So TripAdvisor to uh, to finding the categorized um, uh, list of places and Google Maps to putting them on the maps and understanding where I should go first, where I should basically, which place should be first, second, etc. So to plan my day, because it really depends on the distances and um, uh, how away I'm, I'm staying from a specific place, etc. So lots of things are uh, interdependable and Google Maps helps me to uh, understand it and plan my um, trip so from experience that is it uh, i know that airbnb also has some local experiences that you can go and book i don't know like cooking for example uh, cooking uh, sessions with a local chef or uh, trip to mountains etc so it's also very specific to every country that you go but yeah i mean you can also try Airbnb experiences. But for me, it's the TripAdvisor and uh, Google Maps. Okay, one of the most important parts of the travel toolkit and for today's episode, the last one, is food. So you have to stay alive somehow, you have to eat, uh, you have to eat well in order to not um, basically ruin your day with low energy and um, with um, with like if you don't eat well your full perception gets down right 
So um, to do so, to make sure that I am eating well and um, I am not choosing the places randomly, but consciously based on my budget, based on my needs and what I want to eat, basically, I use um, mostly three tools or like two tools, basically. The first one is definitely uh, Google Maps. If you are, if I am around the, walking around the town and uh, uh, suddenly I feel hunger, I just open the open Google Maps and look for a nearby cafes and restaurants, um, and it gives me idea where I should go. It has this price range um, marks. If there is like, if you are in Europe, it's euro. If you are in uh, in, in, in US and other areas of the world. It's dollars, so if you see one dollar, it means that places is, is cheap, like food there costs less than ten dollars. If it's like two dollars, which means uh, two dollar sign, it, it might mean that uh, the cost of food here it will be derived from ten dollars to ninety nine dollars, so it's kind of mid range. Uh, three dollars more than hundred dollars, four dollars, uh, four dollar signs just then super expensive that your bill can get up to thousand dollars so uh, it helps me a lot then if it's available i also use uber eats uh, during my travels uh, it's super convenient so you select the restaurant you press basically you order it you pay with your card and then you can see the status of your order so you see that restaurant made it and then if um, it is on the way you can see the exact location of that um, of your food like this carrier brings it in which way etc so you see everything and and um, I know that Uber's Uber Eats one of, uh, one of the philosophies of Uber Eats is to deliver everything to you in around 10 minutes or less which is super amazing and most food most restaurants can deliver it for I don't know like for 30 minutes and sometimes it can take up to one hour um, which like if you are really hungry that cannot work well for you so therefore it is Uber Eats is very super convenient um, and if there is no Uber Eats and I'm at the hotel I'm just trying to find some local delivery uh, websites that every country every geography has it so you can easily find find one and um, order food so this is not a big deal like food selection is one of the um, easiest one um, or basically there are lots of available tools that can get, get you through to a restaurant that of your need but what I would recommend is to um, ask around for hidden gems so if you are looking for a restaurant or cafes on Google Maps or in Uber Eats and similar services there is a high chance that you will not you will find um, famous places that people are using a lot it can be touristic places or central places that most of most of people are using and therefore leaving reviews on the internet but there are always uh, not so famous places that has that that offers great taste and offers great price and that basically offers great experience you can also find them but in most cases it is not available on, um, on Google Maps I mean it's available but you cannot understand it. it's this place is very you know special and hidden gem therefore if you have a friend from the specific country or city ask them and they will be able to 
mention a couple of names that you can try on try um, to get something special basically so folks I think that's it uh, I believe I shared all the uh, tools that I'm using so this they are the basic tools right um, uh, obviously they they change based on my based on the country that I'm visiting for example in uh, when I am uh, let's say in Netherlands I don't need any uh, public transport application because I'm rent renting a bike but when I am in Berlin they have this um, uh, the, the best way of getting around is to uh, finding buying like so I'm here for one week the best way of for me to go around is to buy a, a seven days public transport ticket so I did it and I did it through uh, their local application um, let me see what was that I'm always uh, forgetting about so this is BVG tickets so I do it I buy a ticket and I'm I know that I can use it uh, go anywhere I, I, I can uh, I want without paying any extra money so this is very important to also consider um, local infrastructure as I mentioned in transportation section uh, local uh, transportation infrastructure local accommodation culture some places some countries are very friendly towards foreigners while other places other countries don't really prefer to host the people that they don't know specifically in Middle East and similar uh, geographies so therefore it's very important to uh, take care to understand well uh, uh, the local areas that you are traveling to like local infrastructure culture and uh, and um, even places like a ground and find places and uh, any other tools will just guide you to make the process easier for you without um, you doing any hustle um, without struggling with making a wrong decisions uh, so use a, a, any tool that you find you can use the ones that I mentioned or you can um, build your own toolkit and uh, this way your travel will be super easy um, joyful and you will enjoy your journey so that's it folks thank you very much for your time listening to the podcast and talk to you in the next one